This is a 38 Medicine production. Welcome to the show. So that's what we're doing. I'm Candace. I'm Leah. Child. Hey, girl. It's giving dramatic hey, every girl. time. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Drama Club. It's season two. Season two. I can't believe it. Like, we're Leah back. Leah and her lemonade are back, honey. Child, barely. I mean, listen, honey. Where are your lemons? You should have lemons here. I know. I should. They're... Well, first of all, we have our cups and we have to shout, shout out, out to professional underscore hood rat once again, because we're finally together. So now we can finally show our beautiful look, look, logo look, look, cups. Look, look, look. Oh, and you guys, since we're talking about the cups and we have the hashtag here, when you guys are liking and subscribing mm-hmm. and commenting, subscribe to our channel or to our YouTube channel, subscribe mm-hmm. to our podcast yep. and on Instagram, subscribe to so that's what we're doing. And then use this hashtag. Hashtag yes. STWWD. Right. Like, I mean, it, it's pretty simple. And we get to interact with you guys. Yes. Which is the most important part. You can ask us questions. You Give can us comments. Tell us how much you love it or how much you hate me. You know, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people hate, hate me hate too. Candace. I mean, they don't really hate you. Yeah, well, sometimes they do, but yeah, no, they hate you more. But yeah, they I mean, hate me more. you know, it's fine. <laughs> and oh, wait, before we get into the foolishness, because today's episode is all about airing shit out, saying what we got to say, Listen. and cutting it off. But before we do that, we also got to shout out DTLR Radio Studios because that's where we're recording live from. Here we are. Yeah, shout out to them and unruly for setting yes. us up and having us looking right because uh we have to take this shit to a new level it's where every everything is going like there's, there's a lot in store honestly for the podcast i'm yes. thinking live yeah live, live podcast, guests mm-hmm. drama mm-hmm. and more so i might cry have i am i gonna cry do you even have a tissue i don't have any tissue so i can't cry right okay now. well yeah hold your hold your uh, did i cry all last season i don't think bitch, I cried. are you crazy did i cry <laughs> chris i will cuss these bitches out you don't remember that outside no. the, uh, at the um the house with Wendy when you was mad when you and me was throwing salad, bitch. No, did I cry on the podcast? Oh, I thought you meant the I show. I know I was crying on that damn show. The show lives <laughs> to have me cry. Yeah, shout I out mean, to Bravo, all right, Cho P. Yeah. Oh, shout out to my boss Andy Cohen. and he has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, yeah, he went and did his little his little um ceremony recently. Okay, I didn't he's got know a that. whole star. Oh, we love that. I mean, yeah. it's well deserved. He definitely Listen. he definitely stirred something up for pop culture. Listen, for pop culture for women. So I read. Somebody said something about how he gave. Somebody was like, "Why does Andy Cohen have a pot or have a um, a star on the Walk of Fame?" And somebody was like, "He literally." And they listed all of the shows, all the Housewife shows, all of the shows on Bravo that he has a hand in, and he gave women who wouldn't ordinarily have a platform an opportunity yeah. to be out here in these streets promoting their businesses, mm-hmm. accomplishing their goals. That's why I was here. That's why I came. I mm-hmm. came so that I could be out here in the streets creating albums. Go get deep space that's out there period you know, movies film television all of the above podcasts all <clears> that <throat> so yes he he really did give us a platform to cut up so yes have and, your and star that, have your star and that you all do okay well yes okay some of us, some of us are boring Ooh. <laughs> okay that's how we're starting the season off okay listen <laughs> well you know what actually today may be a little shady because i want us <laughs> To address the shit that we have not been able to talk about yes. since we left it. I mean, you've done a whole season. Mm. You've had a lot of drama. I mean, you and Nicki Minaj, that really? yes. is a whole moment in itself. Um, you know, the social media verse 
slivered down my throat after I defended Mike Todd a little bit. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to get on your ass about that, too. Yeah. Um, yes. I have dating stories that are going to top the oh, ones God. from last season. So, I mean, let's just get into Hashtag it. Hashtag dated daddy. I, I mean, there's questions I have about the reunion. I haven't talked to you about okay. them because so, I just didn't want to overwhelm you. But there's I so much. I needed a minute. Okay, yeah, so, okay. So, for those of you who live under a rock, season six concluded with our reunion four parts okay mm -hmm. cut me that extra check thank Gave you it. i appreciate it um and we were yet surprised by <laughs> the guest of all guests okay the queen of hip-hop she's a pop culture icon she's a hip-hop icon she's just an icon and just being an icon right Nicki minaj showed up at our season six reunion onika she was there i think Part four, she popped mm -hmm. in. We had no idea she was coming. So all of the girls do rounds at Watch What Happens Live, which is the after show on Bravo. Mm -hmm. And every one of us would go to the show. And at the end of the show, we would pull Angie to the side and say, hey, what's the update on Nikki? And he would mm -hmm. say, I don't know. You know, she, I'm not sure. And the last person to go on Watch What Happens Live before the, before the reunion was Ashley. Mm -hmm. And Andy told Ashley that she was not coming. That it just wasn't huh. going to work. And then I think Ashley or somebody told me that she wasn't coming. So then when we sat down and she did that little janky video on her phone. <laughs> her Android. Uh, right. Nick. I was like, Nikki. I was like, they wrong for that. This yes, is national TV. It was very like, she was like sleepy eyed and hey guys, I'm <laughs> so sorry. So I'm not going to be able to make it. You know, I love y'all. Like she did all that. <laughs> and we were like, oh damn, like, Nikki's not coming. Man. But you know, I was, because the reunion is like. All day. It's it's game day. It's Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So I was focused. I was like, okay, she's not coming. Okay, what's next? Let's, right, let's get to right. it. Then we took this really long break, which we never do. Mm. And it was like a production That wasn't thing. suspicious to no, you? No, because we're delirious. We, we'd been there for like 10 hours at that point. I was like, okay, we're taking a break. I'm going to go eat a salad and lay down. <laughs> and then they tell us to come back. And that during that break, she was like getting mic'd and getting situated and stuff. Mm. So we come back and Andy's like, I need some tequila, which was weird. And then they started playing the Potomac for Life song. Uh -huh. And she popped out of the back of the set. And it was this little tiny brown looking Barbie <laughs> girl. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, and what is she doing on our set? Do we need to call security. security. What's going on? <laughs> security. And then everybody was screaming. I was like, oh my God, it's freaking Nicki Minaj. <laughs> like what? I was, if you, if you see me, I was stunned. Like I, I didn't clap. I was just like looking like stuck. <laughs> And she's like, eh. and she comes with her <laughs> bottle of tequila and she's so cute and little. She's gorgeous. Yes. Her wig was late. It just was doing what they were supposed to do. And she came in and read us down. Read us Baby. for filth. But you know what? Nobody I will say this. Safe. I will say this. Nikki asked the shit we wanted to know. I didn't want no play play from any of y'all. Yes. And you know what? I will say this. You know, I'm on a podcast with you. And a lot of times people think that you lack accountability. So me. Yes, you. Hey, hold me. Yes, you. Mm. So I think that it was good, though, that she was able to question you on that. Yes. Because people think that you're never confronted about yep. your mouth. Yes. And I think that that was a great yep. way, you know, for to, us to, to, to lay it down. And she did it yeah. to everybody, including Ashley's ass. Which she I was so surprised. Why? You were trying to defend Ashley oh. to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I was like, Candace, this I is was, not your fight, bitch. Shut I was up. delirious. 
You were like, charge it no, to the Nikki, game. She has to come to work. It's really hard. Well, I felt it's bad her for her. And you know, she I came don't. To you. I don't. I don't. Ashley and I have had. We have had our our peaks and our valleys, many mm-hmm. valleys. Okay, and. I typically like to sit back and just right, let Ashley right. get her lashings because <laughs> I like to get them in too. Yeah. But I, you know, I have a soft spot for mothers because mm. I've had a tumultuous journey to figuring out motherhood myself. And I just have a lot of respect for what a mom goes through. Your vagina is forever changed Mm-hmm. because you brought a human into this world. And then you go through 10 months of growing a person and then you spend the rest of your life making sure that they're not assholes. Like it's a it's it's, it's a, a lifetime commitment like of epic proportion. So I just have a lot of respect for moms. And as much as Ashley is you you know. Uh-huh. She blank, mm-hmm. she's she's blank and we have our issues. I have always respected her motherhood journey and I just felt like Nikki was being really she was she was being additionally harsh to not understand that Ashley had literally given birth like two weeks before the season start. No, she gave birth during the season. During the season. And they came back. And I'm mm-hmm. just I'm happy that production gave her time to kind of get acclimated and, you know, mm-hmm. heal some. Mm-hmm. But she had to come to work. And when she, you know, she was absent for a lot of the beginning of the season. So she had to come down and stir up drama. And I'm gonna call her on it. But she was doing her job. Yeah. And I just felt like Nikki need Nikki should have understood she needed to understand that. She needed the context. Yes. I was there to provide context. Okay. And I'm going to do that with anybody, even if I don't like you. Okay. Well, you know, the same way that you're saying you love mothers, people going to say, well, do you love mothers after you was coming for Mia's all season? Well, I didn't come for Mia's mom. I made a general statement, okay? Now, look, I will I will. Your mama you. is a general it's, it's, it's statement. It's definitely some I black. I say to Chris all this. I say to my sister all the time. Definitely some black, like, yes. school age yes. comeback. Yes. yes. Your mama. My video is low budget. Your mama is low budget. That was so... <laughs> That was so light. And if you all know me, hello, my name is Candace. If you know Candace Dominique <laughs> Dillard Bassett. Uh-oh, get, get okay, with it, get with it. Let's get into it. You will understand that when I am hot, I can really go into the gutter. Oh, I can. go to hell, okay? Mm-hmm. Hell is my resting place. That's the bar. The bar is in hell. <laughs> When I when wait. I'm rebutting, <laughs> wait, bitch, not, not at your resting place, bitch. Am I listen. sitting next to a demon? Mm, listen, when you come for me, yes, I'll be a demon. The bar oh is in hell. God. When I'm being shady, my resting place is hell. Yes, <laughs> I will own that. I will okay. own that. Okay, and you know accountability. Me, we love it. Okay, li, li, okay, knock, so, knock, knock. Right, okay, right. If there's any place to take your accountability, let it be known. Let it right here. Rewind that. <laughs> And keep this on the record. Yes. I understand that my mouth is reckless and my bar is in hell. And that's, you know, that's okay. Because if you leave me alone, we can stay here on earth. And also, too, y'all have to understand when the show come out, please don't tell me how much y'all don't like Candace. Do you not know I have turned... (laughs) We do not care. Do you know I have turned into, like, people's personal therapy about you? I had to put that video out because I was like, y'all motherfuckers are not every Sunday gonna keep calling me (laughs) to tell me what you think about a bitch you've never met. That's what you're not gonna keep doing. But you know what is so interesting to me about this show as a whole is that it has shown me... That I, not just me, my castmates as a whole, we 
are a mirror for so many people. This show really evokes so much emotion and pulls so much out of people Mm -hmm. that it does trigger people or Mm -hmm. force people to address things or look at things in their own lives. Or it just shows people or shows me how trash people are. Like, you are so upset with... Two minutes of me cussing out somebody that was talking about my video that you want to write me an email that is a foot long on the iPhone telling me how garbage I am, how trash I am, how my mother pays for everything. My husband's going to leave me. It's like, girl, in the time you took to write this email, you could have been moisturizing your ashy knees and washing your dirty bed sheets because I know that they are filthy. You had time to write this email. You did not wash your bed sheets. So like it, it show it just shows me it just it's peers into humanity in a really therapeutic and interesting way. Well, yeah, and I've always said this about reality TV. I think the reason that reality TV is so successful is because you watch on screen and it's like, yes. damn, other people's lives are just as fucked up or, or more. Than mine. Than it's mine. almost like a level, but that's why it's so easy to judge, right? Yes. Because because I'm I'm sitting at home uh-huh. watching you on my couch mm-hmm. as you act a fucking fool, mm-hmm. and I'm better than you. Yes, I'm above this. I'm above. I'm above. Yes. It, but I'm watching it. Yes. But I'm above it. And then going to work and talking about it, and, and then, then going your group chats talking about it. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So I think, and you know, I think for me as your friend and as someone who knew you, I think because a lot of people are like, "How do you do with Candace? How do you how do you do a podcast with someone like that?" One, <laughs> first and foremost, I. Met you before, right? When you first started the show, so you had not said a single word. So I met Candace as Candace, mm-hmm. and so there was no perception for me to have other than the one that I met you under. Yes, and so that's that's the first line, right? And and do and let's be very fucking clear. Do be I watch some clear. things you do on reality TV, and I'm like, Jesus, Candace, like of course. What? <laughs> Give me one example. Bitch, you said hell is rest, your resting place, and you talking about and what? Bitch, when you in hell, I'm a child of the Most High King. I can't relate, bitch. When so you is she? When you go so down, no, me. no, no, bitch. When you go down there, I don't know you. Listen, bitch, you do know me because you be laughing. My resting place is up and here. You be texting and being like, bitch, yes, yeah, yeah. But let me tell you something. Listen, I don't Hold like. Be, I don't like to go to hell. I don't like when you go to hell either. But you can go to hell. Not you. Not Leah, I will tell but you them. particularly what was what was my thing. So when you were saying your mama, your mama, your mama to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you didn't know, yes, fair game, did not, fair game, did not, know. fair game. But then, bitch, Honestly, you were abreast, right. you were abreast, okay, and you still was like, your mama, how when at the reunion? Did okay, now let's clear that up. Okay, let's do it. Did they show? Did they show outside of the trailer the context of that clip? No, give me context, please. Exactly. I'm ready for it. It's spill all. Turn the page. Exactly. Turn it. I, now, I, I don't remember what I was talking about, but I hell. was not talking about about Mia. That was, they used that in the oh, jump trailer cut. to draw you in. But in the actual episode, you don't ever see me address Mia and say whatever about your mama. Because I wasn't talking about her. I, I think I remember the conversation was... I was saying, if you say this to me, then I'm gonna, then I might say this to you and use it as an example. But we did not ever have an exchange where I said to her again, "Your mama, your mama." So Good to clear up, rem- editing is a whole hoe. 
And editing likes to come for me because I, you know, I give the people moments and that's fine. I understand how that works. But no, I didn't say that again. Okay, good, good. Yes. I just, but, but again, I didn't bring it to you because I already know how this goes, but I watched yes. and I cringed. I cringe. Okay, that's a cringe okay. moment. Yes. Okay, now now speaking of editing and, and villainizing and characters. Yeah. <laughs> baby, bravo love your mama. Oh, Jesus they, Christ. They, they, they you love- know what is so funny? That cl- or that moment at the reunion where she called me, people are like, that was staged. You, that you told her to call or production told her to call. No. <laughs> we were, we came back from, I think, lunch or a break. And I was talking to Andy and talking to maybe Robin or something. And my phone buzzes. And I'm like, oh, who's, I forgot to turn my phone off. Let me turn it off. For, and we had not started yet. We were still, like, down. Yeah, right. And it was my mom. And we weren't up yet. They're so I answered recording. the phone. Honey. The cameras are never off at the reunion. Mics are always on. So they catch everything. And I'm just like, oh, hey, mom. And she... I don't think she knew we were filming. She was just calling to check in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a moment for my mom on camera is, you know, that's just, she's Diana Light Ross, honey. Camera she's, action. She's, she's Lawrence Van Cartier. She's going to be on stage. So she took advantage of the moment. And I wasn't expecting Andy to want to take the phone, but he took the phone and wanted to talk to Dot. And they, they had their moment. And mm-hmm. she, you know, she gave the people a giggle. But that she, was not staged. She was. And I also think, too, like, also meeting your mother and knowing her off camera it's very like candace's mother gives you what she gives it's not there's no act no there is no extra there is yeah. no like miss mm-hmm. dot is miss dot Ms. Dad and she's gonna come how Dad. she come and you take it or leave it yep um obviously another pivotal point of the show was chris and your mom's dynamic which mm. on the in the reunion it seemed like it was very unsettled but have things now We've had the holidays, a new year. Mm. So, yeah, there have been there have been highs and lows. I think the low point was definitely seeing those moments on Play the back. show because yeah. I didn't know they were happening. Right, right. Um, and neither did Chris. Right. And then what's funny is I, we get the episodes early. So I watched the episode early and I said to Chris, you need to watch this. And he was like, nah, it's good. It's fine. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> so then the episode aired the night we were wrapping the video for my single is it enough mm-hmm. and we shot over two days and the second day we had we got we ran out of time at the studio so we had to film the last scene at my house in the backyard and mm-hmm. in, in like a kiddie pool <laughs> the scene of me like rolling around with the bantu knots in yeah. the water I'm that in was a, in your backyard i'm in the backyard in a kiddie pool yeah oh mm-hmm. that's good like it a good. milk bath yeah it looked good though uh-huh. it don't matter yeah. so i was back there and this the show was on so while i was back there everybody else was in the house watching the show chris was making dinner for everybody he was drinking and the show was on and he hadn't seen it mm-hmm. so he gets mad and i'm like i told your ass to watch the show <laughs> so you would have been mentally and emotionally prepared and he and I so I was I didn't feel bad for him. I'm shivering naked coming in from outside like I told your ass <laughs> to watch the show. He was mad. He was mad. So we my mom came for Christmas and it was awkward because at first I was like, mm, can she even come? Like, is this even going to be able to work? But I can't not invite my mom for Christmas. Christmas. Like. That's we can't black people right. can't do that. Like right. I, I would be dead. So 
she came and she apologized to Chris, but it was like you a know, Miss Dogway. It was a, a black mama apology. Oh yeah, okay. Uh-huh. You guys, you know, for those of my my brethren and sister and who are of the African diaspora, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We, you know, our moms and our grandmothers and our aunties have a way with words. <laughs> And it's there is talk about no accountability. I was gonna say, uh, do they have words? Wrong, right? She baked a cake and was like, "Here, Chris, get Uh, a piece." Exactly. (laughs) It was no, no. She literally baked a cake. (laughs) I know black mother. She made a pound cake and put and and she makes good pound cake. It's my grand my late grandmother's recipe. She made this pound cake and she put it in my little cake dish. She gave Chris the first slice. She cut the slice. I know. I, I know. I promise you. I know. I know. Yes. That's what black and mothers then, do. And I was looking at her like, you need to. So then she says, well, Chris, you know, <laughs> that is her voice. Stop it. we are family and we're not going to let this show come in between us. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, if, if I said anything, I'm, I apologize. And Chris is, you know, he's not about to scrap with no black lady. I was going to say, was, Chris also grew up not, in a white household with firm apologies and looking in your wrong. Well, no, he, no, he didn't. He didn't. No, his, Chris's family, if you let him come and tell his story, Chris, his family is very, his family is a lot like mine. Hmm. Yeah. And I think that kind of is a testament to why we mesh so mesh well. well. Mm-hmm. But no, his, he, they, he used to get beat and popped and oh, okay. all out. that, all uh-huh. that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so no, he, he's not going to argue. So he was just like, oh, you know, it's, thank you. And it's fine. <laughs> and we moved on. And I, and I was drained at that point. So the moral of the story is they moved past it. Good. Chris was always going to be fine. My mom apologized. They're okay. But it's like, it's, it's a, it's difficult because now I'm like, do I want my mom to come back on to the show? Like, can she be on the show and me not worry about whether or not what she's going to have another hot mic moment? I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> baby, one thing about y'all, there's, she, we'll see. Cause at this point I'm like, she don't need to come back. We're good, but you know the show loves Dot. They do. I mean, so they're gonna want her to be around. And, okay, and for quick reference for people who don't know what happened, essentially it was Candace's shoot. She was doing her video and a conversation. Actually, several conversations several, happened uh, at the drive back shoot. Yes, where people were insinuating about wh- what Chris provides to the household mm-hmm. and how how so and what is he the manager? Does he get paid? Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of different conversations, but Candace's mother decided to indulge. Oh yes, um, honey. Yeah, she indulged. She's in the mix. And yeah, it just was a bad look. And you and know, she, she she's she fabricated some things. Okay. Yeah. She did yeah. fabricate. One thing I will say is I know you and Karen are in a, a, a rough place, but I appreciated her shutting that shit down. Karen, Karen said, ooh, yeah. ooh, 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 And she she mm-hmm. and she told me later, before I saw it, she told me what she said. And she said more stuff that didn't make air, but she was basically like we can't talk about this right now. Like you gotta let's let you know she's gonna see this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where my mom was in her head but yeah i appreciated karen for that moment that was that was that was yeah. more than i I'm, expected from i'm her. not gonna lie i know you have very mixed feelings about ashley but i think 
I, I love when I see you guys together in a non-negative space because I think that y'all have very much so twin flame energy when you are not at odds. So I would love, I would love to see that. I'm, I'm, I, I would love when Ashley's having fun and she's being fun. Yeah, y'all have fun, and I okay. like that. I'll, yes, when we when we are out like when y'all were in LA, filming, when y'all were in, in LA, LA, y'all look like y'all were best New York. Mm -hmm. Yes, we at the Telfar show, we had a good time. Yes, like I've never denied that Ashley's fun and we have a good time. That's not my issue with her. My issue ain't got nothing to do with that. Ashley turns on something else when cameras are around, and that is where I'm like, eh. But I am open. Like season seven. Girl. And it's crazy because you actually started out. People really started to turn the page mm -hmm. on you at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Before you started to get into the yo mamas and, mm -hmm. and lettuce flying. Everybody was People loving loved. They thought there was growth. Mm -mm. They thought there was elevation. Mm -mm. But hell is still the bar. Hell and if you're watching bar, that right now, that's... The and you know what else? I'm just, just an editing note. Listen, the season was not seasoning. And they needed more. So... And who do they call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Over it. Okay. They call this one. Okay. So just just know. I'm glad we've got okay. to clear that up. Because yes. this is a place to do it. And I ain't clearing up nothing else. So That's don't it. ask me shit. I'm not clearing it up. That was it. Yeah. Now you got to clear some things up. Okay. Because I have questions. Because okay. I will put you in timeout. Okay. This Mike Todd comment shenanigan BS. You are supporting or defending a man who wiped the spittle from his mouth onto his brother's face and you going to his church i have questions um i do um do you go to, is, does he have I, a church i watched yes it's in tulsa oh, okay. yes uh, yes transformation church shout out to tc nation whoop, whoop, whoop. transformation tc dc let's go um anyway of spit listen let me tell y'all something okay real quick real quick real quick let me tell this. you what my comment is shout out to the neighborhood talk because they pin yes. my goddamn comment we love Kyle. sometimes you comment and you don't think that mm -hmm. it, it's gonna do something and then it does something mm -hmm. and then yeah, I was not ready for it to do something. What did so, you say? So basically what I said was, as I said, listen, very disgusting. It was hard to watch live because I watched it live. Oh, oh, God. I said, this is, honestly speaking, this is not his first time doing a spit demonstration. It's not. It's actually his third. What? I See, people don't know. But who what? else is he rubbing spit on? No. The same person, his brother, for the demonstrations. First of all, y'all need to read y'all Bibles because Jesus spit on the ground. Jesus now is I'm the about son to of preach. man. No, now I'm about My to preach. My is a now black man. Now I'm about man. to preach. That, listen, no. I don't know. No. Mm -mm. Now I'm about to preach. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Now I'm about to preach. Mm -mm. Now I'm about to preach. No. Because in the Bible. Okay, you, what you're not going to do is compare. In the Bible. My God. Jesus. To no Mike Todd. Took his spit. Mm -mm. We know Put what he did. Put it on the ground. What did he do? He rubbed it till he made mud. We know. What Mike Todd was saying was. In the first sermon he ever used spit was the fact that Jesus had to literally spit into the dirt to make it mud. Yes. Can you imagine the amount of spit? Now, am I condoning him spitting? God did not call me to be using that illustration. It would never be me. I don't mm -mm. give a fuck mm -mm. how much I love Jesus. Mm -mm. That would never be me. However, this was his blood brother 
who consented to this multiple times. Multiple times, which I don't multiple understand. Multiple times. What's wrong with you? Um, yeah, that's their Mike's business. Mike's brother. That's Call business. us. I have questions. <laughs> Stop. Blink twice if you need... No, I'm playing. No, literally. Um, don't you do need that. out. But watching the sermon in its full context, the illustration was powerful. I'm not going to lie to you. You weren't distracted, Leah? Like, I, I would, would I would be... The Candace, spirit no. would have left. I turned my head, for sure. God like, is not in that. I turned my head, for sure. But, like, the full context of the entire sermon... It was good. I ain't gonna uh-uh. hold you. Mm. It was good. Mm. I turned my head though. I'm not gonna lie. It almost made me a little sick. A little sick. I turned my back. Do you know what is in spit? <laughs> Stop. Do you know? You remember when you used to spit in the sink and you didn't rinse yes, it down? I know. I know, you know how spit. quickly it congeals and turns into like gel. Congeal is the word of the pod. Okay. <laughs> if y'all forgot that we have a word of the pod. Congeal. It's basically when Candace says a big ass word that nobody fucking knows what it means. She'll explain at the end. Word of the pod, congeal. Anyway, uh, yes. What about congealing spit? When when spit congeals in the sink because you didn't rinse it fast enough. You know how nat and then you try to rinse it later. That shit is hard. I don't want nobody's congealed nothing on I my don't, face. I don't. Okay. Do other things congeal? No, he will never congeal on my face. No, but do other things congeal? That's what I'm saying. I don't know because I ain't never, ain't ever ain't landed on my oh, face. Oh, nothing has congealed your face. Hell no. Has it congealed your face? <laughs> no, it hasn't. Wait, yeah. how are we talking about Jesus right now? We congealing. Okay, but things the marriage space is undefiled. I'm okay. It is. I don't know what you're doing. I'm not married, okay. but I, nothing has ever hit my we face. Can, in never. That no, he never. would be dead. And he knows. Don't ever. I have a friend whose boyfriend thinks that's only like, that's slutty. Men should only do congeal on women's faces they're not really involved with like that anyway back to the past and no. his message mm. um all i'm saying is is in context it was a powerful demonstration like what he was doing was powerful but of course and you of all people miss reality tv should know what it's like for a clip to try to you know literally talk about something that was a an hour sermon that's true I but a two a minute clip to yeah. define the man's message mm-hmm. it was a great message but that's all i was saying under the thing it was disgusting and i never said it was not disgusting nor did i defend his actions of spitting what i did say was in con- in full context it was a powerful demonstration y'all all can kiss my ass till y'all watch the full thing and i stand by what i said i yes i do still watch his church he apologized he did apologize. he did say that it was nasty and he did say it was a distraction and i can respect that because a lot of these pastors mm. be so far up their own ass mm. that if god told them to do something mm-hmm. they he, did, he did it three times but he did something else that was a little trifling so mike todd has has some interesting hot takes there's another uh clip where he basically said that in the bible it's even domestic violence is not the thing that is said to be a reason to leave but he didn't say if you getting whooped on stay he just talked about the things that the bible claims are grounds to get a divorce hell we get a a divorce if we don't like niggas left pinky people ain't living by the bible anyway so i don't people again taking a second of a clip mm-hmm. and then making it about not liking him. And again, you get the platforms, you know what yeah. comes with it. So yeah. I don't think that Mike Todd is anything, but I think, I mean, I don't think he, I think he's used to that because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is not the first one of his sermons that have gone viral. Yeah. But I think this is the first one of this magnitude, right? And yes. he has a certain platform. I mean, the man has over a million followers on social media. There's yep. over th- like thousands of people that watch the sermons weekly. Did he um, spit in the dirt to create those followers or are they real? No, he preached. Oh, well. Okay. The, the, the bona fide word of God. I was just checking. And no congealment like formed against curl. him shall prosper. Listen. I'm just saying. No, no, it's not going to over me. 
there will be no congealing. Yeah, because we know the the bar is hell for you. I just, I mean, the resting place is hell. The resting place of shade (laughs) is hell. Okay, you know what? I'm not doing this with you. Yeah. Okay. So that I just had to get that across because I felt like people were literally. People told me I was in a cult. They told me I was brainwashed. They told well, me that under the neighborhood talk post. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta. That's so. That's a taste of fame. People. I tweeted one day something yeah, about uh, people don't really want to be famous. They they think they do, mm-hmm. but those when you post things on Shade Room and Neighborhood Talk and they pin them or somehow it gets all this mm-hmm. attention, you see how, how much you really don't want to be famous mm-hmm. because people are mean and vile. they are nasty mm-hmm. and crazy and they will take you to hell now my bar might be in hell but that bar is in hell i was going to say you don't have to be t- you don't got to be taken to hell bitch you got an elevator mm-hmm. The fuck? You go ding and you're down, bitch. Don't act like people taking you there. You sit. Uh-uh. You got a couch. No. Well, I might have a plush chair. Okay. Yeah. A love seat. A love seat. No, a cuddle chair, mm-hmm. which is half of a love seat. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, yes, but no, you, you are right. And I yeah. and I got a taste of that, especially when you go viral mm. <laughs> talking about some of the biggest celebrities with some of the biggest fan bases, mm. i.e. Beyonce and then Nicki Minaj. Ooh, child. I went viral for those two, and yes. the barbs are like a disgusting barbs level. Barbs are... They're the worst. I actually... Nicki Minaj is doing all these interviews, and one of the questions that I want to ask that I feel like no one's asked, so if you hear someone ask this after this podcast come out, you took this from they me. They stole it. Uh, Lemonade exclusive. But one thing I want to ask is about, like, what do celebrities feel the responsibility is to address their fans because Mm. um you know your fans will go low as fuck and say some shit that you wouldn't even fucking say yeah to someone else or about other people right but like at what line do you i check them i don't do it publicly but i'm known to go in because i i dm like some of like my like most loyal supporters Mm -hmm. we have like dm relationships and i know like where they go to school and about their kids and they got married so i will there's one supporter that has a propensity to go into hell with you sit there well no well yes maybe with me and uh, but they mm, he said some crazy stuff and i will dm him and be like hey draw it back just let's simmer let's just simmer down let's do less this is the moment didn't require your entire soul like just <laughs> we could use, use a little less Bitch, you would have thought he gave you a kidney the way he was going e- for you like what like way three much <laughs> yes so that because you know I I consider those fans and supporters that like will like go to bat for me to be an extension of me right because they because I'll retweet them they'll de- right they'll defend you and and, and yes. also when the world is attacking you it feels good to yes. know that there are that people, people see me people support and understand, and understand. like the, the few people who was, were watching Transformation Church who actually believed and uh-huh. understood my message yes. was like yes girls power yes. praise the Lord I was like yes you're going to heaven and you're sitting right next I- to me um. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. First seat to heaven. Hallelujah. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Um, but no, yeah, like it makes you feel good. But also, yeah, I, I also think like when it's when it's like the barbs who are notoriously Ooh, known things. for being nasty, uh, nasty and vi- like evil. I literally on the radio one time 
I, this was even before Leah's Lemonade had, had prospered mm-hmm. the way it was. I was doing Leah's Lemonade on the radio, but I wasn't doing it in the fashion I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. And there was a story about when Megan Thee Stallion had first came out about um, how basically Megan was like, listen, me and Nikki don't have beef. It's the mm-hmm. fans that pit us together. Yes. It is not. That's the thing. It's not me or Nikki have not said shit to each other. The it's thing. the fans. Yeah. And so I, be, I was a very avid from the beginning Megan Thee Stallion fan. She's mm-hmm. from Texas. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. young. So I loved her. So when when I would talk about her, I was like, now Nikki fans, y'all know for, for the rah-rah. Yes. Don't do that shit. It's Nikki fans. Right. That's all I said. Do you know, two hours later, I was in some type of space <laughs> on the internet with Barb. alternate Barb and, universe. And the bitch was DMing me at first. I was like, girl, go to hell. Oh, she sent me there. She put me in a group chat with all these Barbs and was like, at Leah A. Henry, get her. Bitch, my feed was, you fat fucking bitch, you fat hoe, you done it. Girl, I was like, <laughs> like, I oh have barely God. been on the radio. I was like, wait, no, no. Nuh-uh. No, like, they, these bitches will find your address. You see, this is Like, it's crazy. These fans are a mess, but I'm literally over <laughs> them. Because speaking of crazy and cuckoo and out of this world, we need to talk about short, very... I'm sorry to say this ashy dating life. Yes, it's very ashy. And mm. I, I, it really came to a head talking to my therapist because mm. she tried to tell me that, like, I need to be a little bit more open to dating, right? Like, I need to. I told you that. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. And she was like, listen, let's learn how to casually date. You put a little too many eggs yes. in one basket. Yes. So, you know, I tried to go the route of dating someone who was not necessarily someone that I would try. A hood nigga. I'm scared. And so that's not something that I typically do, but he was very okay. handsome and he okay. was very persistent. Okay. So I felt like and he wasn't like a hood nigga in the sense of like, um, like uneducated. Like okay. he could form and structure a sentence. Yes. He just was Baltimore. You know, Baltimore niggas Baltimore. have the maximum. Yeah. What you doing, boo? Like, yeah. too. Uh, where we going to be? Shout out to like Baltimore. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we love he you. was real, real, real Baltimore. Okay. And well, I. He was Baltimore. But he was also hood. Baltimore is not Baltimore. Baltimore. Yes. Yes. Um, Baltimore. So, yes, he was both. He was hood and Baltimore. Mm. So, but anyway, he was very handsome, though. So, I okay. was like, okay, you know, whatever, cool. I'll give him a chance because we're just trying to be open. Like, let's just go right. on dates. If a hood nigga want to take me out, let him take, let him out. take me out. Yes. If the money's illegal, I don't know it. Listen, you know what I'm saying? So, not your money. I knew there was a risk. There's always a risk dating a hood yes. nigga. You just know that. So, yes. um, we started talking. And um, listen, I have abandonment issues. I say that very upfront. Mm. I know this about myself, mm-hmm. but that also causes <laughs> me to have a lot of trauma responses in dating right okay so when you're not a, a firm communicator i struggle a bit when yes. you um are very mixy 50 50 it gives me anxiety because i start to wonder my yes. mind my mind starts to run so yes he would call me at random times and it was never like a concise time and that was a weird thing so okay. in my mind the first thing my trauma said yeah. you got a wife uh-huh or yep. a baby mama yep. he's, he's living with somebody out. yes he's living because it's not yep. it's not adding up for you to be a single man and you just all over the place so that was the first thing I talked to my therapist and my therapist is like, Leah, don't bring trauma into a different situation. Mm. You don't know that. Give him the benefit of the doubt. I said, okay, "Okay, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. That's good. Other thing that was the other thing that didn't sit right with me was he always FaceTimed me in his car. This nigga was never at home. And I felt like that was kind of weird because no, when a nigga likes you, they want to lay up. They want to be in a yes, bed, you, you know, your leg up, up like, like this with the phone up, above all that, their head. all that. Yeah. So yeah. that, that was like, okay, that was for me the second that thing. You have a wife. to me too. You have a wife or you have a baby mama. So I already knew. Or you have a husband. No, no, they didn't give me that. But I listen, did, in 2022, has, you must this explore is fair. all options. Well, yeah, you told me about one. Anyway, okay. um, 
I did. <laughs> anyway, not the point. Not 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 that mm. issue. This one. So. I had already had my suspicions, but my therapist was like, chill out. Mm-hmm. So he was being real wishy-washy, and he called me one day. He's like, you know what? Let's just go out. Let's let's go out. I think if we okay. meet each other, we can. I can I can show up best if we're in person. Okay, that's I fair. I said, okay, little hood nigga, let's mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So we, we were going out on Friday. So we get to Friday, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to be honest, just based off my trauma, I need to kind of know where we're going. Like, I need to know oh, what it okay. is, like, what in we're advance. Doing. I can't, yes. I don't like the surprise or wait an hour. No, I need to know. So he was like, oh, I'm going to tell you, this was Thursday night. He's like, I'm going to tell you by Friday morning, chill out. I got you. I'm not going, you know, I'll let you know. He okay. was like, because he said, I, I be tripping about COVID. Y'all know this. Yes. So I told him that, you know, one, he needed to be tested. Yes. And two, I told him that, you know, I don't want to be in no fucking club. Don't have right, me right, in right. no, you know. So he was like, I'm just trying to find a place that's suitable. I want to take you somewhere nice, but okay. I don't want it to be too crowded. So I'm like, okay, hood nigga. Okay. I'll relax. I'll <laughs> relax, hood nigga. Was he going to pick you up? Hell, fuck no. Never that. Girl, you don't ever let these hood niggas. I mean, not even just hood niggas. These niggas in general. Pick so you I, up? I get okay no. first date and you don't yeah. know them okay. in my house. Okay. Fuck okay. no. So anyway, so we get to Friday morning. He doesn't tell me. He calls me. He was like, "I got you. I'm gonna call you back in three minutes." I was doing TV. Didn't want to tell him that. So I said, okay. uh, "Let me just call you back after this work meeting." Yeah. So call him back. No answer. Okay. So I'm like, <gasps> hmm. Oh my god. So I said, "Well, you know what? I'm not gonna get ready because I'll be damned to get ghosted and then get ready." You are so, so like on edge. Please wait till this story is over before okay. you judge me. Okay. Um, so I'm like, I go to work. Mm-hmm. I was just about to put my press-ons on. Just about to put the press-ons on. Oh, and I happened to see a friend on social media announce that she has a boyfriend. And so I call her and I'm like, girl, you didn't tell me you was in a relationship? She was like, yeah. So we just talking. It was random. Random that I happened to call this girl. She actually uh, has a business in Baltimore. So I said, hmm, let me hmm. vet him. Let me just vet him. Let me just see if she knows who this man is. So I send her uh, the pictures, two pictures from his profile. She texts me back. Hey, sis, um, send me his Instagram. I was like, okay. So I send her the screenshot of his Instagram. She was like, do you have any pictures any closer? I'm like, the fuck is going on, bitch? Either you know him or you don't. She was like, bitch, it's some lemonade. Hold on. What? She sends me an article from CNN Radio (gasps) with the headline, Baltimore man admits to scamming a woman out of $1,000 on TikTok. What? Yes. So this man had went viral from meeting. So the girl, so the, the video initially goes viral because the girl tells the story about how she met up with this dude because she had $1,000 worth of merchandise. And she called him oh. to help her get, move it. Move it. Uh-huh. So she's from the Carolinas and came to Baltimore because she knew he could help uh-huh. her. He came, romanced her, had sex with her, took her out. The next morning, took her down to security mall in Baltimore, took the thousand dollars of merchandise and left and blocked her. She said she was on a two percent battery and didn't oh know where the fuck she was. God. Oh, but no, it gets better, Candace, because the nigga after it going viral and getting bashed makes his own TikTok and says. I was never in a relationship with her. He was like, and I didn't rob her. He was like, she got finessed. <gasps> she got finessed. I didn't hit this bitch in the head with a gun. I didn't take her down to South oh Baltimore and leave her. I finessed her. I took the merchandise, got in my car and left. He was like, this bitch caught herself getting in hood shit and got finessed. Mind you, this is 2.5 hours before I'm supposed to go meet this man. I don't, I don't have any This words. is why, this is why I'm the way I am. This is why my trauma... Dating is ghetto. This is why 
Yeah. This is why. Okay. Because what would have happened? But where did you meet him at? On a dating website. Okay, this is the problem. I, I am vehemently against dating websites for this reason. Because you got hood. He can just, I mean, a regular hood nigga is one thing. Because we love the hood. Shout out to the hood. Yeah. We uh-huh. don't mind hood nigga. That's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when you are yet thieving... This is this one. Does she have children? This is this woman's livelihood. You stealing her shit from her that she asked you to c- help her move. Well, first of all, this is first of all, y'all are both dumbasses on TikTok talking about moving merchandise, bitch. First of all, they're both dummies. But either way, it goes. At the end of the day, anybody could lie to you on the street. Uh, I could well, tell you that I'm gainfully employed. I could tell you in meeting you in person. It's harder to do. It's harder to lie and scheme in person. Like before this, like boom, this booming age of technology, when you had to go to the bar to meet a man. Yes, there were trifling hood niggas at the bar, but they're like it's harder to scam people when you're like you in the flesh with them. Let me tell you something about these DMV motherfuckers. People can scam you out of some shit looking dead. In your face I've got scammed So many times On Howard University's campus With these motherfuckers A man stole money from me And then looked me in my face Three hours later And told me No one gave him money all day Scammed me out My whole fucking I was in college too Thinking I was helping him He was in the McDonald's By yeah. Howard University Telling me That he had His car broke down He needed some gas uh-uh. And his daughter was in the car On the other side of the parking lot I don't I went, them people Gave him money Went to church Came back He was on the other side Of the parking lot Because his car was on the other side Stalled out And no one had helped him all day And bitch you know I was trying to be a good Christian and give him. And the Lord, will, he will reward you for that. But guess what? Niggas be scamming in the DMV and they know how to do it, whether it's online, in person. And I was almost a victim. So all that being said is data daddy failed. My dating life is a fail. No, and we don't claim that. Dry. No, I'll be praying. Yes. <laughs> I'll be praying. I don't know. You need to be set up on a blind date. Well, let's do it by the end of the season. I've been asking you to set me up. I don't know any men. Yeah, you have a lot of gay men. Candace had a birthday party, child, and they all liked the men I liked, and I was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, girl, you made me drive back. I was like, what the fuck, Candace? Uh, yes. Where the niggas at? Like, shout out to the LGBTQIA Yeah, shout community. out to them, but damn. Because, listen. And then they all fine in this area. That's what yeah, be making me want to fight. There's a lot of fine gay men around I went here. to this party in D.C. Mm-hmm. And I, Trife. Trife invited <gasps> shout me. Shout out to DJ Trife. Trife yes. invited me. Trife has fine friends. Oh, they're all fine. Yeah. And, but they all like men. Yeah. And I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, Trife, I could have put on a garbage bag, damn it. What was the point of me getting dressed? Then they have to, to have, have fun. Half of them look time. better than me, too. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I, I've been around gay men for so long. I think everybody is gay. Like you do, I, and you, yeah. I like. I think that Candace told me about a gay man I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. I, my gaydar is horrible. My though. gaydar is top tier. No, mine is top tier. Boop boop. I, I, it's just. I just. You can just sense. I can just sense it. Well, I'll take you on my next date, and let's just. I'll let you know. Let you do the mm-hmm. beep 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 from mm-hmm. across the way, because mm-hmm. bitch, I'm failing. Child, but you, I told you that one was gay. I told you that you, you did, and I, I guess he's bi. Well, I don't know what. Maybe he, is. he might be bi. He might be. Yeah. Well, and some people are okay with that. Yeah, and that's a bye for me. Yeah. So, um, listen, make sure you guys subscribe. Make sure you guys download. Uh, use a hashtag STWWD. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you want us to talk about because we're just at the beginning. This yes. is just. This is this only just the, be- the beginning. What is this? Uh, oh, our gospel choir clap. Yes. You knew it was a gospel song. Yes. Uh, let's go. 
love right okay i'm hitting my mic it's done all right listen yes make sure you guys subscribe we're done and um oh, oh wait stay tuned Hold on, before we go, congeal. Tell everybody what congeal means. Oh my word God. of the pod is congeal. I said another word that was good too. That I don't know if you caught. That I caught. I now must that have we're known it about since it. I didn't. To congeal. When something congeal, it's like liquids. When things congeal, they become less of a liquid and more of a solid. Or when things come together and become more of a solid and less of a liquid. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> I, ju- I used it in a sentence earlier. Um, this is about Mike Todd spit. Yeah, about his spit. Okay. Um, when you are making, what is it? When you're making jello and it goes from liquid and you put it in the refrigerator and it becomes that like jiggly solid ish thing. Substance. That's, that, that is congealing. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, yes. word of the pod congeal. And uh, next episode, we will have more vocabulary from Candace. Always. Uh, yes, but make sure you follow us on social media. Make sure you download, subscribe, leave us comments, and make sure you leave us a rating because we love you. That's and what we, we're doing. Yes, and we want to know what we're doing and yeah. how we're doing. Yeah, and yes. I guess so. See you next time, hoes. Peace in the Middle East. <laughs> and in Baltimore.